This is Inside with Outsiders. I'm Jeremy Scary, and this is Jennifer Hazard of Jennifer Hazard Life Coaching. Yay! All right. So, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Can you me. please explain to us a little more about what you do? Because I was trying to get the neuro linguistic programming, programming master practitioner. Master practitioner. I you why did you cut me off? I was going to say it. <laughs> so, so what is it you do? I was I was assisting you in 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 all the verbiage is is what that was. I appreciate uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, by the way try to keep the mic like an inch from your mouth get closer to me yes. uh so linguistic programming is actually a way of communication using audio visual and kinesthetic words to light up people's brains can and you explain what kinesthetic means to those who don't know because you told me on the way here yes i can uh yeah. so kinesthetic is kind of a tactile feeling um, think Lincoln Logs and Legos and wanting to learn, like using your hands to be able yeah. to do it and versus like a, a visual learner can sit there and like see a board and be like, okay, here's all of the things I'm supposed to learn versus an audio learner yeah. wants to be able to be told what to do yeah. where a kinesthetic person actually physically needs to do the act to be able to like process the information. So on the way here, I asked what kind of learner <laughs> do you think I am? Have you figured it out yet? Well, I said, tell me a story. Tell me what you did this weekend. And then other, <laughs> that was a well, segue. You know, I can say, yeah. what, uh, what did you do for your birthday last year? I was in Sardinia. You were in Sardinia. Yeah. Tell me more about that. It was beautiful. It was, uh, it's a blue zone. I had 30 people who I, whose company I enjoy with me. And uh, it was a good time. They had a, it was like a, a wedding almost. They had like a live band and the DJ and like a buffet station. <laughs> it was very random actually, but it was great. So you went first, you went kinesthetic actually, because we were talking about this. So first you went kinesthetic, then you went uh, back to an audio recall. And then you dabbled into a visual recall of it. But if I was going to guess, you hung out mostly in auditory, which actually makes sense because you're really good with languages. So mm. being able to pick up languages is something easy for an auditory learner. I like to be well-rounded in all of those. But no, it's interesting to know. Yeah, uh, well, I, I also think I like to see things with visual as well uh, as far as learning. Like I like to be walk through how to do something and see how it's done as well as explained. So, yeah. I know. See, and then you went, you go and hang out in kinesthetic so much. So now that I'm like on and paying attention to it, yeah. but you have to like pay attention. So like the tall tale sign is like how is eye movement. It's microfacial movements. So it's one eighth of a second and it's like, okay. like all of that and how somebody's eyes move. But that's part of what I do. What I also teach social and emotional intelligence. Uh, I don't know. That's something you could actually teach. Cause I know that's something that a lot of people lack because it's a character flaw sometimes, right? Like EQ or whatever, but you can teach that. Oh yeah, 100%. So EQ is, well, your IQ is set up by the age of seven or eight years old, unless you have like a massive brain trauma. It doesn't matter how much weed you smoke in your life. Like it's not gonna, it's not gonna change. I think that's what weed smokers say. <laughs> yeah, now, uh, no, seriously. What were we right? talking about? <laughs> huh? What? Uh, I, I'm like, I grew up in California with hippies for parents. What do you want from me? Uh, true. Uh, but they, so eight years old. So think like second grade. Yeah. Um, you can pretty much test anybody's IQ and be like, okay, this is where they, where they fall into it. Where your EQ is like your uh, muscle. Yeah. If you don't use it, you lose it. So like everybody during the pandemic when they weren't socializing with people and talking with people, that's when everybody's like social awareness went to like complete merd. Like mm -hmm. bleh. And it became very prevalent that I was like, oh my God, 
everybody forgot how to actually interact with another human. You no, know, I, I realize I've been noticing more, and I'm gonna sound like an old man saying this, but that uh, millennials or even Gen Z more so, their communication skills are terrible. Like they, if they, if you need to confront them about something, they don't want to talk about it. They want to text about it. You know, it's it's kind of annoying. Or calendar invites. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Same thing. Instead of yeah. But they are used to like we yes we had we you know we're similar ages where we got yeah. pagers and stuff like that but like you know remember picking up the phone and like oh the phone line was busy and then you call and yeah. keep on calling or then you'd call the star operator six, six, busy star six face. nine that was like a whole thing yeah. back in the day but uh, it's a whole generation where they actually prefer not to have uh, like in real life conversations yeah. and, and meetups they'd rather just like text or like FaceTime or do um, what's that house party app or all yeah. like the different apps and things like that so. It's definitely a generational thing as well as just like a society and where, where we're at. Even like think of online dating, like yeah. swipe, 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 yeah. swipe versus going out to like places and meeting people. Yeah, I still really prefer meeting people in person. Yeah. Like, I mean, almost to the point where I'm tempted to like delete these apps sometimes just because, but to be honest with you, if you're single, you have to be on these apps. Yeah. If you plan on uh, have, getting some action, it's kind of like rare if you're not, <laughs> if you meet somebody I mean, in real life. What's even worse is it, <laughs> and not worse because I kind of appreciate it when I meet someone with no social media, but like if you meet somebody with like social a, media. Or red flag a little bit. Yes and, yeah, yes and yes and no. I mean like it's refreshing because they see the, the, the worth of their, you know, their health not being so attached to it. But at the same time, it's like they have no reference of anything. You know, how are you going to look into their behavior? I think social media behavior tells a lot about a person's personality. 100%. Well, it's a meaning like if they're super active on social media and they're like when you're on a date and they're like, blip, 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 like no. Oh, no, no. But versus, you know, they're on it and they post their little fun things or fun facts. But or, also like seeing what they post. Like if you're not, if you're a model and you're posting yourself, of course, yes, you're advertising yourself. Yeah. But if you're not a model and all your photos are photos of you looking sensual, like posing and like as if like you have a photographer with you all the time, that's a red flag too. Those high maintenance individuals, but we love them. Oh my God. Uh, mm. I do have, I do have a couple friends that have photographers like go with them everywhere. Yeah. They're called their boyfriends or girlfriends. <laughs> no, it's like guys. Really? Yeah. And they have, you know, they're like, this is my cameraman. I'm like, great. What, what, what are you shooting? What's going they're, on? What, what is the purpose? Is it your business? Is it their business? Yeah. And like well, if it's their business, it's a different story. If they're making money on it, I completely condone it. But if they're not, and if they're just doing it for validation, I, I got a problem with it. Um, there are girls that do like their boyfriends to be their photographers, though. We were looking at photos earlier. Yes, and I was were. like, oh, that was a photo. I was like, she had assistance with that. For sure. But that was also a business photo. That's very true. Yeah. But the social media in general, like, again, if you don't have any, I'm like, hmm, if you do have, if you are on it all the time. So there's I mean, like I question a, everything. Like, this has got to be balanced. Space. Exactly. I think the sweet space is having social media, but not living for it. That is correct. Um, to that. There we go. <laughs> Well, we jumped a, a far ahead because we're <laughs> leaning towards like other parts of, of your of your life. life. But let's start. Let's go back a little bit and talk about where you're from. You, you mentioned you're from Cali. Uh, born and raised Southern California. Have lived in New York for 15 years. Uh, it's home, even though I'm not, you know, classified as a, you know, native New Yorker. Right. Uh, nope. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 15 years. I put in my time, guys. What's funny? There's this girl that I I uh, hung out with a couple times a couple years ago, that was from Chicago, but on her Instagram, it said uh, New Yorker, 
And it is a native New Yorker, so that like, I give her credit for not saying native New Yorker, but you're from Chicago. Like, rep that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm a good balance of California meets New York. Right, but you're not running around like identifying yourself and claiming to everybody your identity is you're the New Yorker. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that was what she was doing. I'm like, your whole vibe is not New York at all. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it was almost, it was weird. I don't mind, I guess, you've lived there 10 years, 15 years, you're, in, you're for sure like you're a New Yorker. The rule but. is 10 years. Like if you've lived in New York for 10 years, then no, but you can yeah, classify it's your home. I get it, but like to, I don't know, there's obviously New Yorkers that are OD about that stuff too. Like, you know, you, you, you grew up in Manhattan, you're not New Yorker or whatever. Like, Who says that? <laughs> whoever grew up in Manhattan, <laughs> you know? So there's that Odyssey song like native New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't try to claim that, but I do like that uh, song. No, we went off a tangent. But uh, <laughs> so you're from Cali. What was it like growing up in Cali? SoCal, too. SoCal. So I grew up in Orange County. Uh, oh, home which, of a lot of Persians. You it got, is. Was there a lot of Persians when you grew up? Uh, there was some. We had okay. ba- I had Bayrod, my friend Bayrod. Bayrod. Um, Shout out to Bayrod. I know. I was like, Bayrod. <laughs> uh, I think he still lives there. Um, but yeah, we had, there's a great Persian community, huge Vietnamese, per, you know, community. Mm-hmm. We had kind of like a melting pot. Um, and Orange County is like a suburb to LA, right? Yeah. So it goes like LA is north, Orange County's in the middle, San Diego's in the south. Mm-hmm. And Orange County is very singular, like one note kind of plain in my opinion. Like I was just home and it's like the, the town that I grew up in, like the, it's called your Belinda and the like motto or the slogan or whatever you want to call it is like the land of gracious living. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. It's, I'm like, it's like shining shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Ooh. And the only thing that it's known for is the Richard Nixon library. That's the only thing that's there. But I grew up like, again, this was but like the eighties and nineties. Isn't Orange County a really beautiful place? It's beautiful. Yeah. But again, it's like palm trees and sunny 24 seven. And I'm like, this is boring. Yeah. Like I like the seasons. I, I like the dirt. variety. I want evil. <laughs> My mom vividly remembers me being in the bathtub and being like, I'm going to live in New York really? city at four years old. I don't remember that. My mom's like, yeah, you did that. And wow. I moved here when I was 22. So. Oh, so your basically entire adulthood, more or less, is New York. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, well, I graduated, co- I went to college in Orange County, graduated college. What did you study? Communications with a concentration in public relations with a minor in European art and architecture. That's hilarious. My major was communications, specifically PR and journalism. Okay. And minor in psychology. And if they allowed double minors, it would have been sociology as well. Well, that was like, a, that's a theme. I like liked art, so I just went off on a tangent. Yeah, and mine was like, like, I just thought people were interesting. People are. That's why I study neuroscience now, because yeah. I'm like, oh, the brain and people and like, how does the mind work? And I'm yeah. like, ah, oh. I'm like, that has some unresolved child trauma. Yeah. And you could tell that by like looking at someone's social media, for example. Exactly. Yeah. Or, you know, having a conversation with someone and I'm like, oh, yes. Um, as somebody that is single and goes yeah, I was asking, how does that affect your dating life? Like, I mean, probably it's like a superpower in a sense where you're able to spot red flags really easy. Yes. Easily, <laughs> I should say. Yeah. And, but then does it, does it disrupt you from like actually having fun because you're like, oh, this is going to be terrible. If I go down this path, I'm going to leave it alone. It's, if anything, when I start talking about it, people get very intimidated. Because I'm like, oh, I can find out if you're this type of learner really? and this is this kind of stuff. And then guys are like, I find it super interesting. Like I, I wouldn't be intimidated by that at all, but I'm also all about self-help and improvement. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I went on a, <laughs> I went on a first date a couple weeks ago 
And this guy would just like made all of these presumptions about me based on like the things I was telling him. And I was like, maybe I shouldn't talk about like neuroscience on a first date. Uh, and I was like, politics so, and neuroscience stay away from. I, I, yeah. I was just like, okay, don't talk about this and how the brain works and all of these different aspects of the brain. But it was really, really funny. And then he was just like, well, you obviously seem to like based on the neighborhood that you live in. And because you have a Soho house membership, you're paying for the date. What? I swear. And would you say, yes, I am, but we're never going on a date again. I just was like, what? I was like, so you're making assumptions based off of my zip code? And that happened. That was real. Uh, and you paid for the date? We split it. <laughs> and I'm guessing no action after. No. I, uh, I was like, I'm going to walk this way to go get an Uber. Bye. <laughs> yeah. What a jerk. Oh, but then he proceeded um, to this dating app. Um, oh, my God. What is it called? Oh, no. What is it called? Um, not Field. <laughs> uh, it's a new app. That is actually, it's like Grinder for heterosexuals, where it's like, I like your photos, I like your photos, okay, cool, let's message back and forth, and then you meet up just to stop, and then like you go home. Really? Does that actually exist for Yeah, and he said that he, on this date, told me that he had had sex with three girls the past three nights, three different girls. Isn't that what Tinder and stuff like that came, started as? This is just, it's not to date though, it's just, really? to, it's purely stupid. Are you on it? No, <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, that sounds like STD central. I oh, yeah. yeah, that's why I was just like, and I, I can't believe you just told me we went on a date on Wednesday and he's, he's like, yeah, the last three nights I've been with three different girls. So I just feel depleted. And I, I mean, I think in college I might've been intrigued by that, but like my fear of STDs would get the best of me and I would need a little romance, a little something more than that. A little razzle dazzle. Yeah. Like, you know, wanting, let me want and dine us a little bit. Like, yeah, he's like, no, yeah. the girls should show up at my house, and we are like, I'd be scared mm -hmm. to get like robbed. I'd be like hiding my computer. Oh, so they're hookers. <laughs> they're free. Hookers. I, they're free. You know, no, they I get, guess they probably got like uh, sponsored partnerships. <laughs> so yeah, I'm showing they're up like, like here we go, liquid death. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name. I want to say it's like True or something like that. It's some yeah, like I don't. Oh, I'm. It's going to drive me nuts if I don't remember it. But he told me this and I was like, oh, so it's like grinder, but for like straight people. Mm. And he's like, yeah, I can see that. I think, like, mm. I think I'd be too skeptical. I'd be afraid that they're trying to get one up on me for something like steal my shit, kill me. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a girl. I was like, this is how you get taken. Like, <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, that's like stranger danger. And I was like, no wonder why they're coming over to your house. So they're not, you're not knowing where they live in like stalker central. Like. No, that's weird. So, sorry, your your neuroprocessing stuff. Let's go back to that. <laughs> neuroprocessing. Um, it's okay. It's a lot of words. Just NLP. NLP, neuro linguistic linguistic processing programming programming <laughs> neuro linguistic programming NLP for short NLP. Uh, I think that'd be great to have on outsiders trips, like someone who can kind of like because it's not necessarily analyzing the people on the trips. That's not what I want. But you know, you could probably better connect with them because you understand their whatever traumas or their way of learning or communicating. Oh yeah. It's pretty much for everything and every aspect, even like friends, family and all of that. And when you, we call it uptime when you're actually paying attention, like when I'm like, okay, let me read Jeremy and see where he, where he goes. Uh, and somebody that's like in, like in an emotional state or having like a moment and like, I can tell. No, it's a great tool, but now do you always feel like you're on because of it? No, it's when, like a clicked on, click off type of thing. People like after I've been drinking or like had a little buck, 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 like they're, <laughs> you know, people are like, oh, do this to me. And I'm like, 
yo, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> and I was like, I can, but I'm not here, you know, like I'm on a date. So I, or something, I'm like, well, I'm I feel here like to it's do anyone this. who does any sort of health. Like yeah, my friends who's a physical therapist who can like adjust your neck. People are like, oh, oh, you could do that. Do me, do me. And we'll be at a bar and we we'll actually asked him, I cracked my neck. It was all messed up. And then you know, a line of like three people ask him to do that as well. Yeah. yeah. People are like, tell me more about my, and you know, about my trap, my traumas. Yeah. And I'm like, Yo, I am chilling. Like yeah. I ain't trying to do this, but it's did, yeah. it's super interesting because you can like either hold space for somebody that needs to have the space held for them, or. But I'm guessing it's got to be in a place where you're ready to hold space, right? Yeah, you, you don't like, want to do it in a bar when you're doing that paka paka paka. Uh, you know, well, yeah. you know, what paka paka. I'm learning a lot of new phrases and words today. <laughs> NLP and paka paka paka. Yeah, I like paka paka paka. Yeah, that's, uh, cool. that's a good time over here. Uh, <laughs> Jen, Jennifer. You can say Jen, Jen, but my, you know. Uh, Jennifer Hazard. Double N Jen. Double N Jen. Double your pleasure, double the fun. Yeah. Well, <laughs> two N's, two Z's. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, she's a lot of fun. <laughs> she's, I just love, like, I love having you around. It's always, like, uplifting, life of the party. It's never a dull moment. We always have a good time. We always have a good conversation too. Always a good conversation. Yeah. But that's because, okay, so there's four aspects of emotional intelligence and then we can pivot. Self-awareness, self-management, which everybody struggles on, social awareness, and then relationship management. If I was to give anybody a an assessment, because um, it's not a test, there's no right and wrong, so it's right. just where your baseline is. Um, relationship management is the number one thing that people always like poo-poo on. But I teach a lot of people self-awareness and that is like where like the foundation of it. So the more self-awareness that you have, the more social awareness that you can have, that the more self-management that you could have. And then it all comes into like relationship management. So how do you connect with people? And that's what I teach people to do. And like when I go in and I teach social emotional intelligence, I teach people how to connect with themselves as well as other people. But when you say they poo-poo on it, what do you mean they they don't necessarily focus on relationships with others or they... Yeah. Like again, people would rather you know, tick, 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 tick on their like cell phones and actually meet in real life. Is that because your your most of your clients are younger or is it in general now? In general. Society. Society. Really? Yeah. I'd much rather meet me in real life. Actually, let me rephrase. People I want to hang out with, I want to meet up in real life. Exactly. People I don't want to hang out with too much, I'm like, whatever. If you've never met somebody though, like are you, you know, how much are you willing to like... If I've never met somebody, yeah. it depends on how my interactions go prior to meeting them. Exactly. Right? So if the conversation's good, I mean, there's factors, right? conversation you know how good it is intellect physical appearance if they're an attractive girl and i want to meet her and see if there's anything beyond it but if we're on the phone and it's terrible i might think twice about meeting her you know do you talk to people before you go on dates like on the phone is that like a must like a requirement if i'm meeting on first of all i barely have ever met anyone in person from these apps it's rare maybe four times in my life five times i right. so don't believe that no i no i swear because the few times I did on uh, all dating apps, you've only met four people four from dating or five apps. Four people, yeah. That's maybe a six. Yeah, six in. Like I mean, I've a matched month. with a whole bunch, and I've communicating, but gets to the point where we actually meet. And the first three, now I have a rule like you have to do a video chat first. Oh, you're one of those guys I, because the, the, I met them and they look nothing like their photos. I'm like, hi, who are you? Is that why you were like, oh, show me your friend because I don't believe that that's what yes. he looks like, and I'm like, I swear, I know that's my friend. I don't because I'm like it's not necessarily being catfish. It's not like it's a forty-year-old man on the other line, but like the women don't look like their photos. And then I remember asking this one girl, like, "Hey, can we video chat before we meet? What is this, an interview? Let's just meet up in person." Like, all right, fine. So we set up a, a time, and I'll and um, 
I shot her my number. Hey, let me know. Here's my number, by the way. Let me know when you're there. Show me your number. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard from her. Shut yeah. up. See, yeah. this I was this guy. He was just like I think, I think seconds, it, FaceTime, ghost FaceTime. Cult- ghosting culture is super heavy in the, in the in the apps. Oh, for sure. But like, I was like, this is weird. Like, I don't FaceTime people. Like, I FaceTime my nephews. I don't FaceTime like random people I have never met before. And the two times that I have done that, it was them that I was like, I saw like their living conditions and it was all like shit. Like in the background of the video? Yeah. And I was like, How bad was it? <laughs> like, no bueno. Okay. That, yeah. That's keeping it cute. Like is the rat just climbing like, up the wall in the background? Like it was not. I was like, no. If you live like this, <laughs> there's no way that we're going to be simpatico at right. all. Like, right. no. So for me, the two times that I've done that, it was bad. So I'm like, no, I don't FaceTime. But right. I'm like, Here's my website. Here's my things. If you want to like, I'm like, I'm real. Yeah. Here's yeah. my social media. You can see, you know, and you see, you see my social media. There's like no filters except my sparkle ones that I sing along. Cause that's just yes. fun. It's I too- love the videos. Like we, we started hanging out more in the past year. <laughs> it's like, it was a Saturday, Sunday mornings. You send these videos? Friday mornings. Friday mornings. It's like, yay, it's Friday. It's weekend. Woo. She, she sends videos. She's filming herself sing a song. <laughs> it's, 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 it's my Friday sing along song morning. The moment. first time I got it, I like. What, oh, those are just me texting you, the extra ones. <laughs> those are just like oh, outtakes of okay. just fun ones. But I put on social media my Friday sing alongs. But then there's some days that I just get extra sing-along-y and yeah. then i just send you stupid stupid videos. they're hilarious <laughs> it's so entertaining yeah the one goal for that is to make anybody smile and yeah. i figured that out a long time ago that my my goal in life like my lot in life what i'm supposed to do is just to make people smile mm-hmm. because even on like your darkest saddest day if you can get like a genuine smile from yeah. somebody that's it and the great thing is also getting it from somebody smiling because it's someone's interaction that you don't know like a stranger yeah. it's so much more impactful as well um that's a sign of high emotional intelligence as well what is uh like just you know conversating with people and getting a stranger to smile like they don't know you you don't know them and you right. know just being like hey how's your day going mm-hmm. people are like the the uber driver he's just like this was the best ride of my day yeah, like, this for was sure. great. and we're, i'm like yeah. also you know what i do like i don't always have money and i always kind of i don't always want to give money to the homeless because i i'd rather give food or whatever oh totes but i always acknowledge them yeah always you know make sure they know that they're seen and their response is so they're so happy i'm like hey sorry brother i don't i don't have uh, but have a great day. And they're like, you too, man. Like, yeah. thank you. I'm yeah. like, yeah. Even like the performers on like the subways and stuff. Cause people are like, I'm on my phone or I'm listening to my earbuds yeah. and, you know, and just being like, you're an amazing performer or, you know, like I don't have anything, but like, bravo. Like yeah. this guy on the train today was playing the violin an amazing performer. And he's just, you know, he's like, here's my card. If you want to like, look at my stuff on social media. And I'm like, thanks. So, uh, all right, let's, let's try to figure out a track for this conversation here. What brought you to New York? (laughs) I kind of want to get some more back to your story, right? What what brought you to New York in the first place? So the very first time I came to New York, I was 21, and it was for the Halloween parade. Okay. Uh, Because I said I never wanted to come here until I was uh, able to drink. So I was just like, I'm not going there until I'm 21 years old. <clears throat> Vegas, on the other hand, totally went to and was just like, I have that guy. I hate Vegas. Uh, I know we've already said, yeah. <laughs> we've already said that today, but so I came 21, and it was at that point, it was not an if I was going to move here, it was a when. And so I graduated college. I moved to Madrid actually, and lived in Madrid for six months. Yeah. And so that was my first like time away from the family. So I was like, okay, what do I? 
can I do this? Can I be away from my family? Can I be away from everything I know? And I'm like in a country that I don't speak the language and I'm like hanging my like panties outside, like on a line yeah. and like totally like different life of this. Uh, you know, I was coming from like French manicures and like name brand things to, I was supposed to stay for six weeks. I ended up staying for six months and, you know, it was like sleeping on my French couch and doing all, you know, whatever. Yeah. I was like in love doing things. Yeah. <laughs> And so moved back and moved to LA and was like, nope, LA is too small of a city for me. I think it's like a town. It's not a city. I'm like, LA is just like a, it's just like a big town. Uh, and was able to move um, with the company I was working for when I was working in fashion and moved to New York. And that's how I plopped myself here. And I was actually living on a 42nd between 9th and 10th right by Port Authority. Oof. Um, oh yeah. In that brown, it was like the tan, brown, tan, brown, yeah, yeah. tan, brown building. building. Yeah. yeah. I was like there and my, it's a rough neighborhood. I was, I was stupid and thought that I was like, oh, you live where you work, you know, not you live where you go out. So yeah. I, from my bedroom window, I was on the 28th floor. I could see my desk. Like from, I was like, there's my office. There's my desk. That's what you thought. And I was just like, yeah, this makes sense. And I stayed there. I, Okay, in the six weeks that I lived there, I think I stayed three nights because I was just like... What were you doing for work? I was working in um, wholesale fashion and I was a like sales consultant for like... Really? Yeah. Um, and then it was like right before... It was 2007, so right before like the whole economy like took a dump. And um, it was actually super funny because I got fired from that job. Uh, I went in... My sister had flown in from California and we had gone to breakfast like super early and I was like, here, stay at my house. And I was, uh, you know, this is, at, I had moved at that point in time. And I was now living on 6th Street um, in the East Village. Stay at my house, like whatever. I go into the office. They come in and they say, um, so we're, you're under like investigation because they, this girl, we had just come back from a trade show and I actually had um, outperformed her and she was pissed. And we had shared a hotel room and she said that I had sexually assaulted her in the hotel room. Never happened. But this is how she got me fired in a nutshell. Wow. Um, and I was like, wait, so I'm getting fired for like sexual harassment on something that I didn't do. And I was like, but you guys made us stay in this same hotel room. This is so freaking crazy. So it was this whole thing. And I was like, wow, this is like shady. And then I realized just really how people like jealousy and shade and yeah. all of this. And I was young. I was 22 at the time being like, oh, this is great. You know, la, yeah. la, la, la. learn real quick. Yeah. Being like, all right, this is we're grownups now. Um, so then I ended up just going home and partying with my sister and being like, whatever deuces, which was the best thing that could have ever happened to me because I actually, um, left the fashion industry and was like, okay, what do I want to do? And I was really new to New York. I was within the first, did like, did you stay in New York after you got fired? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, so I lived in that little tiny place, but then I was actually sleeping, uh, um, like sharing uh, my friend's bed with her, um, in Stytown. And then I found this apartment on sixth street and second Avenue. Um, amazing like East Village moment and I was just applying to jobs and like this is like Craigslist days and I was yeah. like yeah like what is this and they were doing an open call for the standard um in meatpacking and yeah. like this was as it was being built and being developed and they're like oh like front desk concierge and um I mind you because I'm when I moved here I made the decision I was like I will own this town like this town will not run me I will run it so I got 
I would walk around with like a Zaga guide and a New York, uh, a timeout and a New York magazine. And I would just go everywhere. And then I would like mark up my Zaga being like, okay, this is what this is. This is what that is. Okay. Here's this, here's that, here's this. And like knew everything like best Vindaloo. I know exactly where to right. go best, you know, like apple martini. That's when the apple martinis were like Crazy. the thing, you know, I was <laughs> like, I know I'm like, I know ex- employees only. That's where you go. This yeah. is that. So I um, figured all of that out. And they're like, Jennifer, you know New York better than most New Yorkers, like native New Yorkers. Like, well, you could totally be a concierge. Well, it's funny. That's still the case with a lot of uh, a lot of these content creators that do things to do in New York. A lot of them are not from New York. No. Some of them are. But I respect, like, Katie Romero, who featured us, who, who I have tons of respect for, is from Texas. But she features places in New York. But a lot of the places she features are, like, mom and pop shops have yeah. been forever and features a cool spot. So that's why she gets that pass. She's cool, you know? It's there's different things. And like, I follow like New York bucket lists and all the like other yeah. things. Um, and some of them I'm like, are they worth it? Are they not? But that's how I was like, okay, I can totally, I can totally do this. So they did a group interview and like, it was like probably 20 of us. And they're like, okay, what position are you going for? And I'm like concierge. And they're like, okay, name. I forget. I even forget the question, but it was like name, uh, in this neighborhood, where's like three places that you can get a really good bowl of pasta. And I was like, boom, 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 boom. Like, and they're just like, okay, she's on to the next round. And it was, I'll never forget it. Cause I was wearing, um, the American apparel high-waisted leggings. And I had this ruffle top and like this, one of the designers I had repped McGinn thing and patent leather pumps. And I was like, yeah, look good. And I was schwitzing, like dying. Cause it was like August. And I was like, I'm not taking this blazer up right. blazers. Um, cause I was just not, it was not cute. And <laughs> I, we were at B bar on Bowery and I was like talking old school. Now it's just like an, an empty lot. But I had gone behind the bar and made like water pitchers and like got cups. And I was just like, okay, who's thirsty? And my one of my very best friends, this is how we met. She's like, whatever this girl's position that she's going for, like hire her. Because like the fact that she just took the initiative to like be like, who wants water? And just started going around and doing all of that kind of stuff. But from that job, I got to learn the city. This is when I know we partied and raged together in our yesteryear days. I knew the city. I knew everybody. Everybody knew me. I made my, like my, some of my very best friends were from this, this time period in my life. And then it also like skyrocketed me into different hospitality aspects of my career. And then in 2017, when like my body was old and was like, you can't work in hospitality and works, you know, these crazy hours anymore. That's when I was like, what I want to do. And so I started taking all of these aptitude tests and assessments and things. What, what, what gave you the wherewithal to do those tests to figure out what you want to do next? Oh, cause I was like, what do I do? I know, but usually when people think, what do I do? They think about what the passion is, do like a pros and cons list or whatever. And then I did all see that. what's available. But what made you do aptitude tests? Like, I don't know anyone who's done that for to figure the, out what like a Myers Briggs. I mean, to, to find out what they want to do next in their career. No, I'm special. No, uh, I don't know. I had taken it when I was a, like a, like a, in high school and was like, oh, I should do this. Like, because this should be, you know, this tells you what you're good at, what you're naturally good at. And so then like, instead of a pros and cons list, I wrote down like, here's all of the things I'm naturally good at. Here's all of the things that like, I fucking hate like yeah. math. Uh, and like, okay, what makes sense to this? And then I took, um, the Myers-Briggs and I t- took all of these other things and I was like, okay, everything's kind of circling around life coaching 
And then I went to my circle of trust friends and was like, okay, if I was going to be an astronaut, and this was before Blue Origin and all of that kind of stuff, when anybody can just fly up to space. But I was like, if I said I was going to be an astronaut, like, I'd hope you say, maybe not, Jennifer, you're a little old to like start to like go to school and figure out how to do all that sciencey stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) why not? you know, I'm like, okay, so I'm thinking about being a life coach. And everybody was like, Jiminy Crickets, you should have been doing this your whole life because this is just so you. And that's what segued me into that. We've had uh, two life coaches on this show, Brian Winston and Garnett Strother. Garnett did the, I think they both did the NLP. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a great segue into kind of the world of it mm-hmm. and then understanding it again. Their previous career was personal training. So dealing with people and basically they went from, Helping with the physical aspect to mental the aspect. The mental aspect. Yeah. So I went from fashion to hospitality, which is like helping people. For sure. I was like, and it's learning personality, people, traits and you things. And like, yeah. um, and every single aspect of hospitality and where people would uh, like anything and everything that could happen in hospitality and like to like with a human connection, even like I've had people spit in my face. I've had people say like, call me like bad names and all of this stuff. And it's just like, you keep that even keel. And, you know, you never escalate a situation. You always de-escalate a situation. I mean, good for you being able to de-escalate someone spitting in your face. Well, I was like, okay, so here's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much what I, I, like, I had already seen that people were trying to go upstairs to the boom boom room. And yeah. I was, and, there, and I was just like, I'm sorry, I have no say in this. this is, it's not a felt like it's, yes, it's in this building, but I, I can't get you in. And just like in my face and like I had already there was obviously there's cameras that's in the hotel lobby and you know like that white wall that you know I so I already saw security coming around so I'm like okay so this is what's going to happen now um you know and they were guests at the hotel and I was like you're going to be escorted out like upstairs you're going to pack up and this is what it is and they were like blacklisted from the hotel pretty much immediately I mean I hope so Yeah. yeah um but again like I've had people shove me uh, and push me and like do things. And I'm like, all right, so here's what's going to happen now. And then again, just dealing with you have your staff and you have your team and then you have the guests and dealing with them and people like, you know, if you're at a host stand and people want to get seated and their table is taking yeah. a long time or you have crazy chefs uh, who just for like they're upset and they're just keep on dumping out the pastas. So in 2017, you left hospitality and you started your path towards being a coach. That is correct. What was that? How did that lay out as far as the timeline? So. What'd you do? I left Soho House August 2017, figured out that I wanted to become a life coach in October of 2017 and started to get all of my like accreditations. What what accreditations are required to be a life coach? Because you're kind kind of being their therapist in a way. But you don't have a psychology degree. That is correct. Right. Um, so some life coaches don't have any accreditations. So, to, so what are they? They're just like, I'm a life coach. I'm really good at giving you advice. <laughs> and so that's why you always look. If you're ever hiring a life coach, ladies and gentlemen, make sure that they're accredited. Uh, but again, some people aren't. And that's totally right. fine. Uh, is it though? <laughs> It's not okay. You know, some people made careers off of it. I'm not going to, I'm, you know, who am I to judge? I went and got the accreditation because I had like imposter syndrome. So I was just like, hey, let's get accredited in everything. So I got my master practitioner in neurolinguistic programming. I got uh, certified in ontology, which is the study of being like, who are you being when? 
Where do you get these? I mean, are there are these schools that yeah. offer these? Like universities or? I went through like their accreditation um, like programs, accreditation schools. And so like the ontology was a year round program that you would that you did uh, where the NLP was like an intensive like 10 hour days for 16 days straight, like full on like game changer of life. And then I got started studying meditation because I was like, I want to incorporate this. I started um, studying uh, and got certified in EFT, uh, emotional freedom technique, which is like the tapping. Yeah. Uh, all of that stuff. And so I just kept on getting a, like certifications and everything because I was like, okay. I mean, if I was looking for a life coach, I don't want somebody with as much uh, education and certification and licenses and degrees as possible. As possible, right? So again, it was me just having master, like, who's, who wants to listen to me? And then I finally was just like, fuck it, Jen. You like need to go out and like actually get clients. So now. how did that work for you? How did you, you start? Word of mouth, actually. Unlike still. Was your first client like your friend? It was a friend of a friend because I can't coach like my friends because I have like a personal stake into it Yeah. or like same thing with family. I'm like here, like I'm putting my life coach hat on and then I give like my friends or people advice. I'm like, but I can't actually coach you. So right. with my, like, that's how I got my first client and that's how I've pretty much gotten all of my clients and then going into companies and things like that, doing events and doing different things. And that's how I've gotten all of my clients since then. Okay. Yeah. It's like all like word of mouth and people just being like, hey, or even random things like on like Nextdoor app. What's that? Like the Nextdoor app, like oh, the yeah. neighborhood app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're like, hey. So what's your, so is that your, full, that's your full-time gig now? That's partially my full-time gig. Um, it's, how about this? It's my, what I love doing. It's like what I have a strong passion for. So At, how do you make a living other, otherwise? I have other plus plus side projects. Um, so I know during, one of them, but yes. other than the one I know, we'll, we'll, we'll jump into that, that. That's pretty much the, uh, like the other one. And oh, so it was that and the other one. Yeah. So during the pandemic, a lot of people, you know, I did a lot of career coaching, but a lot of people didn't want to, I had stuff booked on like events for companies and things like that. And then everything went like, no, no. So I'm like, all right, let's be creative. How are we going to be able to stay in New York, pay your bills, do all of this kind of stuff. And that's when I was like, Ta da creativity and thinking outside the box. And you want to tell us what it is? Uh, so I have an OnlyFans account for my feet, and it's called Tasty Toes NYC, and I put food on my feet. But just to be clear on how you do that, it's more artistic than it is. It's not like you're just slapping marinara sauce. On oh, your toes. no. Um, yeah. It's no, but curated. We did that. It's what, I know you did that. <laughs> you sent me the photos. <laughs> it's like, who murdered your feet? <laughs> um, I was like, Rigatoni Toes. That yeah. was the name of that series. That's right. uh, that was like the third series we did. Um, and so now I wanted it no, to it's, be. It's, it's artistically done. It's, it's yeah, nice. I wanted it to be artistic and not yeah. just like, oh, like here, like here's my crusty feet or like here's like whatever, <laughs> you know? So I was like. Well, I think the story about how you got into this is even better. Okay. Let's hear the whole thing. The whole thing. The, so the, the podiatrist, the ex-boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend, all, all of the things. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, all right. Honestly, I had saw, seen something that somebody had like made. Oh, okay. I remember now. Boom. There was a girl that on OnlyFans, she posts every Thursday and she wears like a Burning Man outfit with like Pacey's doesn't show anything. She does a 45 minute DJ set 
and she made 250k in this was 2020 oh damn or 2021 but i was just like and music was like shit i was yeah. just you know i was like so wait a second here's a squirrel that's wearing like pasties and like a you know mesh top doing a dj set and make made this much money off of just this i'm like oh hell no i'm gonna let's be creative and i'm like i don't want anything that has my face or like i'm not trying to like show my like pretty kitty off you know <laughs> so i'm like all right what do i feel comfortable with and like what is actually something i can do with this so my ex-boyfriend of when i was 21 years old and when i lived in madrid uh, uh was obsessed with my feet like i gave him like foot jobs and like ever like and just a major foot fetish and just was obsessed with my feet during the pandemic he like see i'm gonna send you 200 and send me an old pair of shoes because he likes like the imprint of yeah. the of the <laughs> shoes and he was um he had been going to like vintage shops and buying them but he was like no i want yours because your feet are the yeah. best and i'm like all right we can't, we can't kink shame though no I'm, yeah i know i'm like yeah. hey you support me with yeah. all of your with your amazing things so i went um he's trying to look at my feet he's like well, look at my feet uh no i was like no, no, i got no, my no. sneakies right. on just a sidetrack because of course, all right, so Tony, she tries to get her. Well, she's like, Tony's a tattoo artist yeah. in the studio. Yeah. So she wanted, she told her wife, she goes, Why don't you, why don't you go on like Foot Finder and start selling feet pictures? Feet Finder. I'm go. on that too. To start <laughs> selling pictures of your feet. And then she started to look into it. She's like, Well, you need to have like a following already for, you know, feet. Then you can yeah. start building. Like it, it was a whole week. It was oh. like a whole, like we talked about this for an for entire sure. week. I yeah. mean, I, I spoke So to she's going to be mad as hell that she wasn't here to hear this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she has to watch the episode. <laughs> so there's. It's Feet Finder, Fansly, OnlyFans. And these are all kind of the, see, obviously Feet Finder sounds specifically just for feet, but yes. the other ones are Are anything. open, yeah. Uh, but then I had to go on, that's why I started on Field, because that is like very niche marketing. Explain what Field is. Field is a I didn't know about app. Field until we met up uh, yeah, a couple months ago, you. and you're showing me, and I'm like, <laughs> super profile. intriguing. I'm like, send me some screenshots of these profiles. Uh, and it, so it is a, Field is a dating app for people that like, it's a kink they're freak, app, yeah. Right? It's like their freak flag flies high, or they're looking for their like a lot freak of freak flag flies high. Yeah. Wow. A lot of alliteration. Not a right? Alliteration. No, on no onomatopoeia sounds. Yeah. Um, alliteration. alliteration, alliteration. Um, but they. So, anyways, so I was like, okay, but you can't promote it on there. So I kept on getting kicked off a of field because you can't actually promote on there. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh yeah, here's the stuff. But I got a lot of. Um, it's good to know because I was gonna promote outsiders on field. Yeah, I'm like, I got <laughs> I got subscribers and things like that from there, and they're like, oh, I found us. Did you get a lot of subscribers from field? Yeah. How many? Um, I couldn't even tell you. I know when we when we first started we were trying to figure out ways to like, yeah, get some marketing promotion. And that's why I was no. like, okay, let's be creative. And then there's um, FetLife, and that is just too mucho. Like, what is it? It's F another dating app, but again, if it's like you're really into this, and again, you have to be like, yeah, Zada, come on my feet. And like <laughs> the, the back and forth that you have to do is just like so tiresome because you're just like, oh, uh, yeah, like I like, you know, love to put like marinara on my toes. I don't. Um, it's actually also kind like of a chat as yeah, well. Yeah, you have to like. Yeah put effort into it you want it. something more like passive income exactly stare at my feet give me look some at money. my feet they're cute yeah. you can like print them out and put them on posters and like in your bathroom or something or yeah. in your kitchen and it's like this is art you and do have postcards now though i do i i was where, like where are they uh they're there on the table i think um postcards stickers i had my toe i did um sweaters oh merci merci see 
Those are the most popular ones. Which ones? These? Yeah. So I can barely. This looks okay. So this is like um, a hot dog, hot dog feet, feet a foot hot dog yeah. situation with ketchup and can you ketchup see it? and. Is it, is it in, it's clear. Uh, All right, and then there's it's this. It's clear, but you know what I'll do? I can scan them in later, yeah. and I can actually just superimpose um, them. That, that was the very first shoot. Yep, exactly. That was done in my. That was done in my kitchen. That was done in my. That one was done in my backyard. And these um, are stickers. Yeah, oh, and then uh, that's corn. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had to get that. on the corn kick. That I think is just the other. My, yeah, uh, the Sunday. I'm gonna slap this on my uh, on my suitcase. Um, <laughs> oh, I like uh, my mom was in town for the Halloween shoot, and she was like dipping candle wax on my feet. Your mom was partaking. In oh, this. she freaking was loving all of it, and like she just thinks it's hysterical. And she takes my little totes. Um, she has Sunday toes uh, on. And she so she a, knows. It's not like you're like, oh, this oh, is no. my artwork. She knows what you're doing. Oh, my my four and eight year old nephews, like they see it and they're like, that's TT's business. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so I, I photo shoot or I FaceTime them during the photo shoots. And they're just like, what are you putting on your feet? And like we did like a sausage shoot the other day, um, which was uh, Buffalo Wings Ranch. No, like uh, what, Buffalo Sauce. Yeah, Ranch teriyaki and barbecue so yeah. this is tasty toes is the name of your business tasty toes nyc because tasty, tasty toes, toes was taken oh and it? i like the alliteration so tasty toes and i was that's where i was just like what can i do this so well uh, what kind of shoe shop are you going I know, to? I'm like, like, well, I mean, it sounds like some place where you could buy like you know a pair of sneakers or a pair does, of boots yeah. like that's what it was. And oh maybe, tasty maybe toes buy a bite to eat Oh shit! I could get Jimmy Choo's over yeah. there. Like, that's I, what it sounds like. I mean, well, I did a whole Christmas shoot and I wore Louboutins and because they're like sparkly, and then I like wrap my feet up in um, like light Christmas lights and tinsel and all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> and then I did create a um, like an ugly Christmas sweater yeah. off of it. So I was like, "Hey, here's this on my like Actually, little merch." Merch can do really well for you. Why don't you get like really creative with the merch? I have. I'm tr I test things out, you know. But again, I bought a whole bunch of stuff for my friends so they can like be wearing it. Again, my mom goes to like you know, the market with her freaking my like Sunday toes and people are like, what is that? You know, and you're like, huh. uh, so, <laughs> but I got the idea of being like, okay, I have cute enough feet to do this. What's something, it's a very saturated market. So if you're trying to do right. it, have your, have a niche. A podiatrist, uh, yeah. So. so I was like, okay, do I have cute enough feet? And at the time I was going to see a podiatrist cause I have plantar fasciitis cause I'm that old. Sucks. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, you know, so, um, my my podiatrist an amazing human being but i flat out was like hey i got a question for you like do you think my feet are cute enough to have an only fans and he's like this is the first time i've ever been asked this and i was like i'm sure it probably won't be the last but he's like yeah you do actually have really cute feet and i'm like yeah i do so that's why i was like okay confirmed we are doing freaking feet and then i was like what's my niche gonna be and I was like, why not put like food on my feet and call it like tasty toes? And then it was, that's where it was right. kind of born into it. And, and it's full on photo shoots. Yeah. And we have like the, like the seamless in the back and right. we change out. So if it's like, you know, like Halloween, we did a black one. We did for the summer and like the picnicky ones. Uh, we did like the checkerboard. We do white, uh, just depending on what's going to show the best. Right. So now do you, do you mind? having your clients your life coach clients find out about tasty toes no you don't care no i'm very like unabashed about it because again it's like it's more fun and art than it is like sexual porn yeah though. like sexual porn don't get me wrong there's like 
like bananas and like things that you're just like a very phallic looking right. things or corn or bananas, yeah. corn and then like there's things where i'm like mushing things around you know um and like the people like the messier the better if it's like that's really? why i did sauce but like rigatoni toes and like marinara are you communicating with these there's viewers at all like there is like that yeah is that a come on my feet um <laughs> and like that stuff that you kind of do all of that but it's not it's very I'm kind of more hands off just being like, you like this? <laughs> yeah, your feet on. Great. Yeah. I'm like, I'm feet on hands off. Uh, but it is again, thoroughly entertaining. And yeah. it's for me, it's now we've gotten the shoots down like pretty, pretty good. Um, shout out to my boy, Matt, um, who does my photography and Lee, um, my girl, the, they do the photography. And then I always have friends that are like, I'm like, I, I need an assistant. Like who wants to come over and pour sauces onto me? Uh, and like, once you've done it once, people are like, yeah, anytime that you want, I'll be there because right. it's about two and a half hours. Um, again, we were doing like six different things and then we realized four is our sweet spot because I'm like, like pony toes or like bow toes or like prancer right. and like doing things. Are you doing video too? Oh yeah. Um, you got to put the videos on the OnlyFans. People Only want fans. that stuff. Yeah. Um, would, you, would you be kicked off for putting those videos on YouTube? No, but then so. the people aren't paying for it though. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I was like, yeah, but no, like the mushing around and I'm like, ooh, la, so sexy. Um, versus the stalls, and wait, but it's, can you do ASMR with that stuff too? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, there are some things that are definitely, but again, like I've had to edit the like the sound out a lot because, and you can probably relate to this because there's just we're talking and there's music on because we're doing this at my house. And, you know, you have somebody that's like drunk or like somebody's laughing because they're putting freaking like chocolate sauce or um, like mayonnaise down my leg. And so there's some things where I'm like, okay, silence on set. And then there's somebody's just laughing the whole time, you know, and they're just, or you're like, get like that from like the end of the bottle. Right. So <laughs> I, I, I got, and then. Uh, one of my friends is so like him and his, his partner, his partner's like liberal, like rawr, yeah. all over your feet. And he's like daintily like drizzling. And I'm like, no, like go, yeah. like throw it on. This is a video. Just keep fucking going. And he's like, ah, da, da, da. Um, and then you do the mush where it's like, so how well is this doing for you? Uh, always could be doing better. It's always, it's, Again, it's like two and a half hours of just pure, like, laughing hysterically. And the fact that I make money off of it is, like, just so an added bonus. you are making money on it. Yeah. Is like, it, like, worth your time yet? It's getting to be worth my time. <clears throat> right. Um, but the first probably six months, I'm like, okay, is this worth doing? Or am I just having fun with my friends doing this? And now it's like, okay you know, here's other things. And again, being creative. And then I give everybody stickers and like guerrilla marketing and like all over New York city, there's like my toes. Um, and like I live in Brooklyn and my neighborhood is plastered and my yeah. neighbors are taking photos and they're like, your feet are everywhere. Yeah, Sarah was putting that on. Uh, I know I freaking place. died. I loved it. Um, I was like, yes. And that's again, it's fun and it's a good time and it's like for me it's like art it's not like a yes it's there's a hint of sexuality involved into it but no i am i think it encompasses your personality perfectly exactly yeah. and all of my clients you know know me like the, and my personality so that's why i'm like i don't care like right. this is just a, a, an extra part of who i am 
Um, I consider it like a, like my, a part of like my Batman, like people know like my Bruce Wayne and like, this is this, but I'm also Batman. And so like, you know, I'm Batman, but like, you might not see Batman, but you see my Bruce Wayne or vice versa. Some, some people just see my Batman and I'm like, yeah, so you if you could it. choose to do, if you had the opportunity to do either one full-time, which one would you choose? Oh, I would choose my coaching because that's like my passion and that's gotcha. that. Like this is fun and this is artistic and this like, you know, knock on wood that this will be like, great, this pays for all of my, all of my living. And then what I get to do like in my normal real Bruce yeah. Wayne life and be like, do <clears throat> well, my passion. I'm hoping you make as much as that girl who sells farts in the jar. Uh, uh, Yo, Tom Bien. <laughs> yeah. 50,000 a week. Yeah. Is it 5,000 a week? No, yeah. it's more than that. It's Jeez. like, yeah, and she's like, just like in a, in a jar. And I'm like, how do you even catch that? Do you like eat a whole bunch of chili and like just wait for it or what? Like, how does somebody <laughs> like, I don't know when I, I, I ever, Hey, guess what? I, I toot, everybody toots, but I don't uh, like plan for it. It just kind of it, like, Ooh, it happens. Uh, so I have no yeah. idea. And we were talking about how like, you know, you should do like a collaboration with them and call like farty feet or something like that. Well, I'm, um, have gotten sponsors for tasty toes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you have. Yeah. Um, Lacka Burger was my my first sponsorship, and then I've reached out to other fem. I'm trying to do female owned New York based companies. Uh, oh, uh, there's a beer company back home beer. Wait, did you say a hamburger company? Yeah. <laughs> um, that was a really good shoot, actually. Well, it was really funny because the first time I put my foot down on it, like on like t it was like ballet toe, yeah. and the burger went whoosh and like shot across the room. Um, it was really, really funny. Um, but then we figured it out, but that's also a really good video. Cause it was like, there was like pickles and like, they were like assembling the burger on my feet and like slapping it down and like the red onions and all and tomatoes and that's then so just like <laughs> sauce everywhere. That was a really fun day. Um, but that was my first sponsored shoot, but that's what I've been reaching out to, um, other companies to say like, Hey, would you be interested in doing like a collaboration? And what do you offer in return? Like you tell them about your fan base, your viewership yeah. and all that. Yeah. What is your viewership right now? Uh, I think there's like 6,000 followers on what? Instagram. On Instagram is 6,000? Yeah. What about your other platforms? Uh, well, Feet Finder, they pay per picture. So you don't really have like a following. They just buy like, like buy like per photo. photo or yeah. And they do. Um, yeah, it's like stock photography. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's well, it's like, you know, here instead of um, what is it? It's in, instead of like uh, intellectual property becomes like domestic property mm -hmm. and they buy it like it starts at four dollars per photo um, versus if you're doing like an OnlyFans, like that's a subscription that you have access to everything. But then it's not um, domestic property. Because gotcha. it is part of this other stuff, but again, like my face, not, like my face isn't on there. We should, we should have you in, in like in the outdoors in the woods, sticking your feet in bushes and shit like that. Um, <laughs> I've been trying to do. That's the goal is to be like to get sent on location somewhere and like like tasty toes in the sand with like a little pina colada holding like you know like a, the cup yeah. and like holding it, dude. It's a lot of practice to actually be able to like learn how to hold probably doing all this toes. stuff that I've like I recently uh slightly tore my calf so I'm doing all kinds of physical therapy where it's like bring the toes up all this stuff you're probably doing physical therapy right now for for tasty toes <laughs> it's all like <laughs> the, the, the strongest ankles on the planet right now you wouldn't believe and like you're like trying to hold your balance and you're because you're like standing on like one thing or yeah. whatever or you're up and you're it's like pilates like yeah. you're like and 
towards the end, my whole body is like this and somebody's holding my feet until they're like, okay, and go. And I'm like, and then like my feet drop and I'm like, okay, don't shake. And then they're like, <laughs> that, could just, be the, that could be the money shot. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, but then we get a photo of my feet cause it's like oh, yeah. real, you know, or like if you're like spraying something on it, um, like the white series, it was great because then it just looked like splattered. What's, what's the progression of this? Uh, we, obviously, life coaching, we know what you want to do, right? You want to continue building your client base, improving their lives and so on, and maybe eventually like take on less clients, increasing your rate, depending on your clients, whatever you decide to do. That seems like the path, right? Yeah. Tasty Toes, what are you trying to do? They're like, you're going to keep on, like, let's say it blows up. You're going to like really push and push the envelope and get like, you know, more movie style footage, more, what are you going to do? I would like take requests. Like, what do you very want? A lot of people like want, um, like, certain nail polish colors that's a big thing blue nail polish is a thing a lot of people ask for blue nail polish which i th i don't think photographs really well um but uh, it's psychologically in photos blue actually if you put blue in a photo it's more it's gonna get liked more than if it's like if really? it's like a red tone yeah um so i was like that um and then again just it's it's fun like it's a good time it's entertaining you should totally come over and assist one time um you'll I'll throw some stuff all over you i know um, and then like like it's we did like a pie series we did a pasta series um you know we did like where i had like carbonara where it was like an egg running down it's my like, leg it was like the persian food series yeah like i was you know like or indian and like have like vindaloo or something <laughs> Uh, you know, again, if anything, like you got to make sure and be mindful of like what's spicy and all things get into places um, like the white series. We did milk and I was like this one. It didn't photograph very well, but it fucking got everywhere. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like sitting in milk and I'm like, this isn't good. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> but knowing like what people like and what's fun and doing different things and being creative about it. It's definitely like a creative outlet versus like going into like coaching brain. So it's like a different part of the brain and it's fun and it's a good time. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, this is, I like doing both because again, it's like, this is fun and like release it. Like the next day I'm telling you, I feel like depleted because I like released all of these endorphins and like, I felt like I did like ecstasy because we were just like <laughs> having so much fun and yeah. like laughing and like you're crying laughing and like the the behind the scenes of like somebody's like sitting on me yeah. and like or like I have like an ass in my face because they're bending over right, right. and it's That's so kind of like how I feel uh, after like a week long trip for outsiders after a weekend of outsiders trips yeah. I'm like I'm dead yeah. I feel good I'm happy but yeah. I'm just like I'm depleted yeah like, I'm like, I'm done. And then I was like, why am I depressed? Like, I feel like a little depressed. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because we did Tasty Tales last night. And like, it's so like, we always oh, have get, so much you, fun. You, you get down to feeling like, that neck, that down. Huh? That down. Because really? again, because you're just like laughing hysterically. And I'm with my friends and we're being silly. And like, I'm like, yeah. I'm not like a graceful person, even like schlepping up <laughs> things. I'm like, like a bull in a china shop and like floppy. Yeah. Like you've seen me on hikes. I'm not like a gazelle by You're any fine. Means. You have this image of yourself, which is terrible. Like, blah, 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 and, blah. And you wrote an amazing article. We're, we're launching a, a blog series for outsiders. So uh, the first article is going to be the question I get every time I do outsiders. Uh, it's uh, why did you start outsiders? And, start and I'm happy. And I love the fact they're asking me because they're interested, right? But now I can always reference them to because there's also stuff I forget. Like I'm on a hike, I'm talking to people about about how I started it, and I forget. Like you know, the, the story changes a little bit no matter who I'm talking to because I might be thinking of one thing one day and another another day. So I threw it all out in this article, 
And I think everyone's going to start adding things. Like fun things like, you know, what to pack or five things to pack or what's, what's your favorite hikes. And But also more about like you wrote about... Uh, Getting out of the comfort zone. Yeah, which is which is very important too because people come by themselves and sometimes just coming by, just showing up by themselves is out of their comfort zone. So uh, I'm excited for I was that. always impressed by it. Like the people that do show up by themselves. And even when we did, we did the Rockaway one and people were coming like late into the day and they were just like, this is great. This is amazing. And they just yeah. came by themselves. And I'm like... I like. Yeah, I'm actually that. I'm uh I'm impressed by that, and you know, not so I'm a little envious too, because I don't know if I would do that normally. I mean, I've done I've shown up to stuff by myself, but like I give them credit, I commend them for doing that. I think you would totally do that by yourself. I don't know if I would do a hot sauna cold plunge by myself. I'm also not one that would like go out of my way to do that kind of activity uh, all the time, you know. And that's something that my friends would want to go to anyways. I, I don't know. For me, it's a social thing. But oh, like the, sure. the first one, I was like wearing all the bright colors because yeah. I, I was positive I was going to be like medevaced out of there. So I was like, I want the <laughs> helicopter to be able to see my ass. That. Remember, I had the yellow. Yeah, this tie dye. Yeah. And I it was yellow. And then I had. A, I loved having you there. It was so <laughs> and I was like fun. yellow hat. I was like. And then my orange jacket. Yeah, you did the, fine. You were so worried. But then like you were fine. Oh, I like there was bouldering. You were like, oh, this is like for all levels. I was like scrambling. Oh, 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 you call that? You call it whatever. Scrambling, I'm it, it, bouldering. We it wasn't, wasn't as bad as bouldering. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, and like I'm like shimmying down this. Mm-hmm. It was fun though. <laughs> it was fun. I had a it great time. Fun. But I was um, the guy behind me. He's just like, you've got this. Like you can. Do oh, it was like your your motivator. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know if I do. <laughs> um, and I was like, ah, like I smoke a lot of weed. Did, you didn't um, come solo to that, did you? You brought no, your, my buddy yeah. Nathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who they, who he was struggling a little bit. Oh. He was really more than you were. <laughs> I know. I was like, he was <laughs> exactly. dragging up the rear. Um, so I did not feel as bad, but I'm like, okay, I can do this. Here's this. You crushed it. Yeah. And then, um, and then we went on the pumpkin patch one and then he's like, yeah. Jen, we're not like family. So like, let's not do family outings. And I'm like, I loved it. That was great. That was fun with you guys. Because I was hanging out with the kids and I love kids. For some reason, kids like it, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice, when you don't have kids around you, it's nice to get that little, because you Kids, they kind of make you forget the stresses, everyday stress. Come on, you got to pay attention to them, right? They, they demand a lot of attention. That is true. But, but it's also nostalgic, like seeing, talking to a kid and seeing what the hell's on their mind. Like they have no care in the world. That's what I always say is the kids and old people, like it's the beginning and ends. I, I was like, kids, because they're so imaginative and creative and have like everything that they they'll just they'll just say it yeah and you're like yes this is great and you can just like soak all of that up and then like old people like they they've lived their lives and they have like the best stories and they revert back to childhood in a way as well i'm like but the like the if you think like a to z like the dash i'm like the dash is like yeah it's the journey and all of that kind of stuff but it's like okay i'm on that part of life so i'm like okay you know versus somebody that's like in their 80s or 90s and i'm like just tell me stories yeah and they're like what on. I'm like, yes, tell me yeah, more. Exactly. And like little kids, and I'm like, so like, what do you do for fun? And then they just like go off, and I'm like, well, that's my next question for you. What do I do for fun? Yeah. What do I do for fun? Uh, then, uh, I send uh, I send my friend I send my friends videos. Uh, <laughs> what do you do for fun? I mean, obviously in New York, we talk about hanging out with friends. I know you're very much about hanging out with friends, but it tends to be in bars and restaurants, which is cool because those environments can be fun. But what do you do otherwise? I, so one of my love languages is like acts of service and get, well, okay. So for me, I need words of affirmation, but I like, I show my, my, my like love for people with acts of service and gifts. And so I combine that with like cooking for people. 
And mm. so that is like I and I have a house that is, you know, great to entertain and I have a little backyard. So in the summertime, I'm like, just come over. Like, right. we don't need to go out. Just come over. Like even in like. So like the host. Yeah. Like, come over. We'll hang out. We'll hang out in the backyard. We'll do a fire pit. We'll barbecue. Yeah. Or like a, I did like a pumpkin painting party it for Halloween and just like have people over or um, and like do game nights. And that's super fun. Um, you know, I'm. Club, up in the clubs and all of that stuff, I'm like old where I'm like, what? It's so loud in here. No, I think there's, <laughs> I, I like the the bonding effect that cooking together has or like, you know, breaking bread and, and be, being part of the process. Exactly. I love that. And having that connection and socializing or going for like walks in the neighborhood or just like going and like wandering and meeting people. Like I like to go for walks. So like I met my friend Matt and like, cool, let's meet in Washington Square Park and let's go on like, like, coffee shop hopping and because it was the middle of the day so i was like let's go to like you know so i had done all my con my once a concierge always a concierge yep. so i had figured out three different um coffee shops of places that i wanted to go to and like put in a couple pastry places as well so we like hit up three different coffee shops and just kind of wandered around and caught up and talked like smoked a joint and it was yeah. great and amazing and then we're like nosh 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 i was like i'm i'm hungry i got the munchies <laughs> give me some food uh <laughs> But then I got to see a whole bunch of things, uh, places, and try a whole bunch of different things yeah. versus just like so doing it's making, that. basically using New York City as a playground and running around. Yeah, and like wandering and seeing things, and like going to a lot of museums, going to Broadway shows, or going I want to get to you to more outsider stuff. I kind of want to get you. We talked about getting you on the team. But I know. Uh, you still want to do that? <laughs> I'll do that for sure. Uh, let's talk about um, that. For again, sure. it's all about, for me. It's just all about connection. Exactly, and, and that, that, that's the reason why I think you make a great addition to the team. Plus, using your NLP stuff to NLP, NPL, NLP, NLP, right? Yeah. Yeah. What did I say? NLP. I don't know what you said. NLP. NLP. Um, I also take a lot of classes. National Linguistics just, Program, right? Exactly. <laughs> Um, I always, I take a lot of classes, so I just finished up a, uh, knitting class. Cause again, I'm like turning into like a 95 year old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think it's really cool to be able to create something with your hands and be able to like wear, give or do that kind of stuff. So I'm like, Did making, you make that sweater. No, I'm okay. making, <laughs> I'm not this great, like great yet. Um, but I'm making, um, scarves or tote bags for you people somewhere. I know. And it's yeah. fun to just sit there and like, nah, 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 and do and create that. So there's that class. I'm in an intermediate level of ASL, which, you know, cause I always, am like using sign language. I'm like, eh, sign language. Yeah. Uh, because again, I think it's a missed opportunity to connect with, a, um, the hearing impaired or deaf community. And that is why I started taking it is because again i just think it's a, a missed opportunity that you can be able to connect with the people mm -hmm. being able to do that and again as as we all age our hearings are going to shit especially with the fucking pods that we're all gonna you know 65 what you know yeah. and the hearing aid so i'm like why don't be able to just use asl and be able to connect and communicate and not miss a beat with any of that so mm -hmm. i'm doing that and then i take i'm taking two neuroscience classes because again i'm obsessed with how the brain works okay so, so I, yeah, yeah, I always learning, love of learning, huge. So if I'm not like having people over or doing something or like, oh, let's let's go wander. Let's go explore. Let's go putz yeah. around it or, you know, or go to a museum exhibit like the Photographia. The, yeah, I was once the hip hop. Exhibit, I know. So, um, I was so jealous because I've been trying to go. For Let me know. I'm a, I have a membership there. So. Oh, well, then we'll go. Actually, if you want to go, Bams, I know you're big into that. I want to go to that. Uh, 
Well, yeah, let me know if you want, whenever day you want to go time. Let's go maybe Sunday. That works. Sunday oh, you work the Sunday? I work Sunday at night, though. Oh, so yeah. You can All right, go. cool. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, the, 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 uh, let's do it. Let's make it a group outing. I'm down to go. It's like the 50 years of hip hop. So it's, it was dope. Yeah. yeah. Um, but going to like that kind of, or going to the New York Museum when they did, um, what was it, 1975 to 1985 or 1980-89, the music in New York. And that was a freaking awesome exhibit because it was like Madonna, Talking Heads and mm. like hip hop and all yeah. of these people. So it was just cool to go and like bounce around to do different museums. And we did um, yes. two museums because we said uh, saw the David LaChapelle event yeah. or exhibit before or after that. So we went uptown, saw that one exhibit, went and had mm-hmm. lunch at ABC Kitchen and had like a couple of drinks. And then we went to yeah. went in there and I was like, we're so cultured. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it was a day of culture. Uh, what advice would you give high school you? Oh, obviously that's a good question. High school Jennifer Hazard. I was like, at what grade? <laughs> like freshman or senior year? Oh, <laughs> I was even thinking that specific. I'm saying in general, you go back and you see you. I was but like, you want to give us both two two examples? You can. Uh. Freshman year, I would tell myself to like not take everything so seriously. And my senior year, I was like heavy into like the psychedelics and partying and having a good time. Um, and I would say like to pretty much like, yeah, you do you and like enjoy it. So I like don't experience FOMO at, at my age where people I know some people do. And I was like, because I did it all when I was a teenager in my 20s. So like keep on going. You do you, girl. Yeah. And like maybe become a, like a life coaching more or like early Earlier. on, okay. like early on. I would would like, you have hey. gone back and studied uh, psychology uh, as like a therapist? I would go, if I could go back to college, I would have studied like neuroscience for sure. Okay. Um, that's, you know, I was just like, you know, why don't you, why well, am now? <laughs> oh, you, you, but you're doing like, uh, like for, I do that with three universities and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Cool. So are you on the path of getting a neuroscience degree? No, like I'm not trying to get a degree. I'm just studying it for fun because it's interesting. Why don't you do the degree part? I mean, if it's for fun, why not? Because it's, like, it's like $60,000. <laughs> but if you take class by class, like you take a couple classes, not full time. Maybe I will. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I just like it. I know you do it for fun. because I mean, If you like it for fun, read the rewards. I'd be like, hey, let me yeah. tell you about how your brain works. But again, don't don't mention it on a first date. <laughs> no, not involved. <laughs> Neuroscience on a first date, we learn. Do not talk about. Um, what is a dream that you've yet to fulfill and to achieve? That would be to, well, to travel to certain places. That's the first thing that comes to my what's, mind. What's the first spot that comes to mind that you want to go to? I'm going to say it as uh, like, just as a, not being specific, but I will say as a continent, Africa, because um, I've never been to anywhere in Africa. Oh, really? And there's so many places in Africa that I would love to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, anywhere in Africa, I'll go. <laughs> I've been to three countries, uh, Egypt, Morocco, and South Africa. And I really want to do Dakar, Senegal. Oh, you're going like West. I love West Africans. They're like, also, I wouldn't mind doing uh, Ethiopia, Eritrea. You know, that'd be cool too. Like, you didn't even mention Kenya, which most people do, but I'd even do like Namibia and Zanzibar, uh, uh, Madagascar. You went to, you guys went to Zanzibar. No, Tanzania, Zanzibar. We didn't do, we we had to switch it up. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, But like, I would go Tanzania, I'd go to Madagascar, I would go to South America, I would go to, you know, I would totally go to like Botswana and like Rwanda, like I I would go. I definitely want to do West Africa, like I have tons of friends from Senegal. Um, I would go to Tunisia. 
Mm. Um, you know, just I'm, I'm like, going back yes. to Egypt in uh, June. Uh, my upstairs neighbor is her family is from Egypt. And so she's like, if you ever want to go, like I like we'll set you up. And I'm like, yes, that was been my childhood thing is to see the pyramids. Oh, like, I went to see them in 2007 and my friend who I, who's from there is coming going with us. He's going again. So that's why I'm going. Would you say they're like, like the Mona Lisa was very disappointing to me. Would you say that they're disappointing? Not at all. It was like spiritual coming up to those see? things. It was insane. Yes. I have video. I remember the feeling I had was, was I've never experienced that before. And still happens to this day. Like it was insane going up to those things. And I, I have some advice for you though. They give you a choice because the pyramid's right in the city. Yeah. So you don't think you're in the middle of the desert. You're not. But they give you a choice of, uh, I think you can walk there. Maybe I don't think you can get driven there. But you can walk there. Maybe you're driven. Horse or camel. We chose camel. Oh, we're Egypt. Take a camel. Don't take the I camel. I was like, no. I felt like that. Oh my God. It chafed my ass so bad. It was like... I got in the shower after that, and the water hit. I saw stars. It was painful. Would you say horse? Horse. I mean, I might even walk. I don't know how far. I don't remember. It's a long time ago, but maybe even walk. I mean, just, a horse could be good, but like, approaching the pyramids was just so amazing. We went inside, too. I'm not sure if they're letting people inside anymore, but we went inside the pyramids. Uh, they're, they're finding new small. chambers and stuff with, like, I'm sure, but just like, just like being in stuff. the Sahara Desert, the sun shining, approaching these amazing structural I like want to be wearing like all white and like have like a look for it and just be like ah. you should do it up do whatever is going to make you feel good because it's an amazing experience yeah yeah um another thing i have skydive before you i know you want to skydive I even can't. though no, i was no, like I jeremy let's go skydiving i can't do it um there is a place i want it's either new zealand or australia but you have to like hike up to this point and then you get helicoptered over to another point like it's like crazy yeah. that you have to get up to this point but it's one of the highest places that you can jump from. And where you jump from, it's like actually right where um, like the oxygen, like you'd, if you went any further, you'd have to get oxygen on. But when you jump, you actually see the curvature of the earth. Wait, so this is, you're jumping from a helicopter? No, like you get, uh, well, you have to like hike up. My friend did it. And that's actually how she met her ex-boyfriend. It was crazy because they were on this like journey. And she's like, you have to hike up things. And then you like take like a, something else to get you to another point, And then you jump out, I think of a helicopter. Gotcha, but yeah. like you're or something like because you jump out of a plane every uh, obviously yeah. but she's like no you have to like hike and you get somewhere and they take you to another point and then you have to hike up to another point and then um and she's like and like i've seen the photos of where she and like you literally because like the guy um has like the little camera like the gopro and you see the curvature the of gopro the is probably a fish eye which is why you see curvature well no she <laughs> said she saw it i and so i was like and again, I, I skydiving. But it sounds is, interesting. I mean, New Zealand, it's New Zealand, right? It's either New Zealand or Australia, but I'm almost positive New it's New Zealand. It seems like a magical place. I wouldn't mind seeing that myself. Um, I'm like, uh, let's jump. Yeah. Like that's the, well, again, it, it's either one or two things. You either like, well, it's one of three things. One, you like the, like the free fall time or you like when like the parachutes out and then you can like zip, 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 zip around or like you hated it and you were just happy to land. Or you just like the thrill you have when you've arrived safely. Exactly. That's like, you yeah. know, that person. And I like the falling. I like, I know you're falling, but it's like you're flying. And like yeah. that, I am, my first um, jump was 33 seconds of free fall time. And that was at 10,000 feet. So if you go up to like 18,000 feet, which you can do in Florida and California, your free fall time is about 90 seconds from here. It's like a couple of minutes that you're getting free fall time yeah. in. And like that's... Does it feel like you're falling? 
I, it's just joy. Like it's, yes, the ground is coming closer to you, but you're like, and like, you've already accepted the, your fate of whatever's going to happen is going to happen, but it's just joy. Like, it's like, yes, I love this moment. This is like life. And you're literally like, it's life or death. You're in yeah. that moment. There is no, there is no in between. Yeah. You've accepted your fate and you're, and you're going. And it's just like the better than any orgasm I've ever had. Like, oh wow, like just like pure bliss and you like do joy. a tasty toes in the air. My like the skin, like flapping around, Paint like little smiley feet, faces on your toes. Um, the guy that was jumping behind me, you can see from photos that he was totally like looking down my like jumpsuit thing, like cause oh, was he, he? yeah, oh yeah. Um, and he was like watching my like boobalas flap around. Everything um, good over here? Well, yeah, I was waiting for you to start talking. Okay, hold up. Go ahead. I'll say something. We're just swapping the battery. Swap but, that so, battery. So, so, did you say anything back to this dude that was? Uh, I mean, no, were you got you the camera after it. Were no. you surprised that he was looking down your shirt during uh, during the free fall? Absolutely. How long not. was the free fall? You want? Is that why you want to go? Thirty-three seconds. Um, and then well that, and then like they're taking the photos and they're doing all of that stuff, but I didn't, you know, who cares? I have nice bubbles, so like, <laughs> who cares? All right. This leads to, uh, next question is what is your most embarrassing moment? I feel like that's an interesting question for you because I don't feel like you're embarrassed. Um, it's hard to be, it okay. Be I'll tell you my most recently moment of embarrassment. Uh, and so I had these like white, you know, me and like all my colores and stuff. But I had these like wide leg trousers on and they were like, they're like purple and like big pants. And so we were at, um, oh, what's that place called? Um, the corner at um, like the Nines Hotel in the Lower East Side. It's like that new hotel oh, yeah, restaurant. Were, the yeah, that was Swan Room. The Swan Room's in that hotel, but like we were in the restaurant. Not Orchard. Yes, but yeah. like it's called like the Corners. The corner, name bar, of the restaurant. Yeah. Corner, corner bar, bar corner, corner, whatever. And I was having lunch with my friend and we, you know, I was on, I had finished my second glass and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. They were like, you know, we're at a two top. There was a four top next to us. You could tell I've worked in restaurants, but just how I talk about it. And there's this girl that um, had put all of these bags like right here. And so I was just like, I'm just going to like step over the bags. And alas, my purple pants, uh, my foot got tangled up into the wide leg trouser part and I just went fucking down like and this is a small restaurant and it was like boom like everyone like looked at me and I was up in like 2.5 seconds like boom and I get up and the first thing I say is like I was just making sure everybody was awake like you know because I, I was just like holy fuck and I realized halfway down that I was like nope not gonna catch myself you are about to eat serious shit <laughs> and so like I had like actually like tucked my like arm so I didn't like fall on my elbow yeah. or anything like that so I just went like boom like flat yeah. down like a freaking domino I punched my tit so bad <laughs> um I had a bruise on my fucking titty like no joke and I so if anything my boob was like throbbing and I was just like okay is everybody awake now okay great and everybody's just like because it was loud everybody's like are you okay and like everybody was freaking the fuck out and I was just like all good, all good. I was like, those two glasses of wine, you know, no big deal. Like, it happens. Like, these damn wide leg trousers, you know, what are you going to do? And then I'm like, so where's the bathroom? <laughs> I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. I'm like, like, make everybody forget what just happened. And again, I was wearing like all the calori. So it was not like silent into the, right. like, I was like, here's this girl wearing all of the fucking colors, fucking eat shit. <laughs> 
so I go, I go pee and I'm like, dude, my freaking boobs. So I like went into the bathroom and I looked and it's like already like bruised. And I was just like, and it, cause it was like, boom, fucking titty. <laughs> it hurt so bad. So I come upstairs and everybody's just like, are you okay? Like their managers at the table now, Ooh. all of this stuff. And I'm like, oh shit. And my friend who I was, who I worked with at the standard, who's one of my best friends, like knew the, the hotel manager and she's, and like, they had already heard. And I'm like, this was like less than five minutes ago. How did everybody already hear about this? And I'm just mortified. And I was just like, yeah, guys, I was just like really like trying to make sure everybody like was awake and like paying attention. Like, uh. and she's like, like, seriously, dude, friend, are you okay? Like that was fucking loud. And really? she's like, she was looking at her phone and she just was like, all of a sudden I just saw purple pants. <laughs> And it was like flare, like a flag. Most you about timber. Yeah, pretty much. That was that's. I don't get very embarrassed very often. I, it don't seem like you would. But you know, falling down in a crowded restaurant and like everybody, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, there you go. Uh, so that was my last time that, that I can remember. That's a, uh, that's worthy of an embarrassing moment. Yeah, or one of the most embarrassing. And my moments. boob was bruised for two weeks. For the record. Jeez. Yeah, I went freaking down hard and like punched it. <laughs> I was, I was like, ow! I still like how I'm like PTSD. Better than a broken elbow. That's very true. I was, uh, I was protecting the bones, my fragile old lady bones. Oh, uh, is there anything I haven't asked you that you want to share? Uh, anything? Uh, my favorite color is red. No, I don't know. I'm a Virgo. That's it, really. That I don't okay, know. Okay, no, that's cool. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Um, so that leads us to our five rapid fire questions and you want to throw something? Okay, cool. Two minutes. Two minutes. Not the green one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I brought two things. All right. We'll we'll get to that in a second. So five rapid fire questions. Dun, dun, dun. So you know how that works? Um, I don't know. Explain it to me just so I am. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you some questions. You answer right away. All right. Okay. Just five. I might throw in an extra one. Okay. First one is, what's your favorite city other than New York City? London. Why London? Because I've been there so many times and I can get around very easily and I have a lot of friends there and I like the history and the culture. And when I go to the English countryside, it is like my ancestors speak to me like the Cotswolds. It's just a very, very special place. Really? And I like don't understand why, but the last time I was there, we stayed at this little, it was a little town called Sarinchester and this old house, the house was built in 1777 and we were walking and they had like horses. And it was funny cause she was just like this little English old lady that was like showing around the property and she's like, and she had a dog that was in heat and she's like, Oh, the bitch. And like, yeah. I was like, Oh, um, but they had just rescued this horse and it had just started sprinkling and there was like daffodils and I was just like sobbing. Like, and I was like, I'm just so happy. And like, you know, English stoic people and they're my friend who I was with, it was English is like, I don't know what's wrong with her. Just like <laughs> you and I keep going. And I was just like, this is just so great. I just love this. It's just, just like, feels like home. That's amazing. <laughs> I can see you do that. It's not picturesque though. I know. I like, them, it's like just another Thursday and you're like experiencing uh, this beautiful scenery. I was scenery. in awe. And yeah. just being like, this is just like my favorite place. Um, okay. So you worked in hospitality. What is your favorite restaurant, bar, venue in the whole planet? Is there one that stands out like, that's my favorite place? Uh, that is like an impossible question. I understand. But what, what's like, what's one that you're like, that's, I can go to that place every day. Uh, 
on it. Like if I was saying like, what can I eat every single day? Maybe it would be like, like a, like give me a, like a good, like a bistro in like Paris. And so I can mm. eat like baguette and right. like cheese and yeah, like yeah, meaties yeah. and just like, mm. so that, I guess, I guess, yeah, it's probably a better question instead of the favorite place, favorite style place. It'd be a bistro, right? Well, yeah. Something like that. Even like it, not even necessarily like a French bistro, but like maybe Italian, like where I, I have, have another a- question to ask you, but I feel like you answered that already. And it was, if you could choose any other profession, what would you do? And I feel like, well, you've pretty much answered that. In well, okay. If I, okay. Take out all of it. Um, if I could go, if I was like going to completely do a pivot, which is kind of what I, I did, like, I would be like a teacher. Okay. Yeah. Or like a professor. You, you, you do really well with kids. When we did that family honor for us, honor, like the kids are. I love kids. Kids are great. Yeah. And I have no idea why they, but. Eat. I think probably because you, you're youthful yeah. yourself. Like you're kind of like a grown ass child. <laughs> it's the Botox. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's it's it. like the fun to go and hang out with the kids and do all of that kind of stuff. But I would even do, um, when I went, started out going to college, I wanted to teach sec- uh, human sexuality to community college students because they're the ones that are the biggest um, susceptible to uh, STDs and unwanted pregnancies. Community college kids. Like 18, 19, 20, yeah. 21 year olds. And that's all started because my friend at the time, I was 19 and she was 22 and she had never had an orgasm through intercourse. And, and you're like, how can this be? Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> we need to spread the education, spread the wealth, spread the knowledge. And so I uh, started taking all of like the sex edge classes yeah. in, in colleges and doing all of this kind of stuff. And then realized, um, well, one of the best places to get that degree is at Rutgers here really? in Jersey. Uh, but I wasn't ready to move to Jersey when I was 19 years old. Um, slash you have to do like eight years of research. And I was like, I don't want to be in a freaking laboratory doing right. all of this kind of stuff. I want to be just like talking about sex with people and like their sex lives and being able to, cultivate that now i kind of do that in like relationships when yeah. i do more like relationship coaching yeah um but if i was going to completely pivot i you know i would do that okay. or be like a kindergarten teacher so like either teach human sexuality to adults young adults or kindergarten and be like abc's everybody all right i see the correlation <laughs> <laughs> pedo <laughs> um all right so what's your vice my advice, I'd probably, I like, depending on, I, for who? For me? For you, what, what I is think, your advice? Like, what is, like, your bad habit or weakness? Um, I'm like, bad habits. Uh, I don't know. Some people would say that I like smoking weed. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't think it's necessarily a vice, but some people would think that is. My sister would say that I'm, um, like, not, uh, when it comes to dating, that I'm too, um, like, nope. Like too quick to be like, not for me. Like the connection's not there or this isn't going to align or whatever it might be. Mind you, my sister's hasn't date and been in the dating world in 20 years. So I'm like, how about when you get like, if you get single and you enter the dating world, we'll have a conversation. Yeah. But if you don't know what you're talking about, but that I heard a lot about that when I was home, she's like, you're just like, so like, not like open to this and, and I'm maybe like, like well you're just too open to it yeah and i'm like i don't know oh um okay people want to shaming me for my zip code and being like you're paying for this oh date my God, that's ridiculous <laughs> never heard that before uh what's your greatest fear pain physical mental, emotional uh what? no emotional and stuff i can handle i'm like that's i've, I've done the work for that right. uh but like like not death like i'm like oh we're all we're all gonna die 
um, all of these other things, but like, I don't want to have physical pain. So like, I don't want to break a bone. I like, that's why like hiking and stuff is like, I don't want to tumble and like break myself because that's going to be physical pain. Like I wouldn't get a tattoo because I'm like, why would I sit and welcome myself to be in a chair and like have somebody stab me with needles like ear piercings? Yes, I have a lot of ear piercings. That's two seconds of just dunk and it's done because it's therapy. See, and like some, and I'm like, no, yeah, I think he's a bit of a masochist. Yeah. You know, um, so I like, like physical pain, uh, is, you know, that's why I like drive the speed limit. <laughs> Because I'm like, really? Oh yeah, I'm like every. I'm like, all right, lead foot over there, mom. Like me, and I'm like, yeah. slow down. Like, where are you going? Like, does <laughs> do we need to be going that fast? Uh, so just okay, like physical pain. But uh, you sound pretty open in regards to your sexual life. You do, do you like pain in there? Like, uh, like that pain. That is a different. That is like consensual, like spanking, hair pulling, all right. Of that but I'm saying stuff. that's still pain. It's a in con. It's a different context. Versus like I broke my arm. Oh, like, so you okay, don't like accident so, pain. Yeah. Okay. Um, or like for example, um, I dated this guy who was like a sailor and um was really good at like ropes and tying stuff. So we did like some rope play, and like we had like you know like green, you're cool, everything's good. Yellow means like okay, we're we're getting there. Red means stop immediately. Like I'm about to break something. And there was definitely times where I'd be like red. <laughs> Because my shoulder was dislocating um, and it was like, like in seconds of like, you know, and you're like, okay. But like there oh, was wow. moments of, of that where, and, but that's also trust communication and openness yeah. and all of that kind of stuff uh, being like where you're like yellow. And so like, you know, that like you're, you're getting there. Yeah. And then like red means like immediately halt right yeah. now. Untie me. Like I'm bra- Like things are going out traffic of signs. I drive. <laughs> you're like, do you? Uh, but yeah. So that, okay, but physical, physical pain versus like sexual contextual. Right. Things. I mean, who wants physical pain? Nobody wants it. But what would you, how would you, if you're working out, sometimes it's painful to get through like the burning sensation of pushing, whatever. Are you okay with that? Yeah, that's different. That's so like. So it's just like the broken bone. Like the, the accidental. Falling on your titty. Yeah. yeah. Fall that to, um, you know, even that like like being sick and you don't feel good to like, if you have can't like my, my best friend had cancer twice and having to do chemo and having to yeah. do all of that kind of stuff. Like, and ha- watching her have to go through that physical pain and like pump herself full of morphine and do all of that kind of stuff. I'm like, Nope. Um, no, thank you. Yeah. Don't want to do that. So like pain, like that's what I'm like, if I like just fall asleep and die, great. Like, I don't want to be like, stabbed a hundred times like no thank but i don't yeah. know anybody that's like yeah that's a great way to go <laughs> um or like you know like a like guillotine like it's quick right. you know versus like hanging like you're hanging around there for a couple minutes well actually hanging is you actually snap your neck on a hang. if they did a good job otherwise you're like yeah. you know um uh, and like people that commit suicide taking pills i'm like that you're like puking and you're doing all this stuff versus like bam yeah. so again yeah. no physical pain like, Understood. I don't like, I was like, I don't that like sexual pain, you know, again, like if you're going like up the butt, you know, that's a whole thing. Like that could be good. Or sometimes you're like, not today. Uh, <laughs> like, nope. Uh, not or, after that Vindaloo, right? <laughs> not, not after Vindaloo. Or like if a guy has like a freaking like third leg or like a wall of flesh coming at you, you're like, that's not going there. 
<laughs> a wall of flesh. Yes, that has wow. been a thing. I I won't say their name to, you know, they're married with kids now, but he mm-hmm. had like a fucking 10 inch dick and I was like, where is that going to go? <laughs> like, and it was like thick. Like I was just like, it was All just right, like coming so at So what did you bring to eat? <laughs> what's, your favorite, what's your favorite food? <laughs> wall of flesh. <laughs> um... <laughs> What is your favorite food and what did you bring today? Okay, so... I, gotta, I had to stop you at the wall of flesh. <laughs> I know. It's a thing. It's a moment. So I brought, because I made it, um, chili uh, that I made. And I brought it specific. It's not my favorite food, but it's one of the favorite things. Um, oh, see, you even had forks. I brought spoons, too. Oh, nice. Um, so I brought... You have two things. You have chili. It looks okay, like chili and they have the green, green sauce. sauce. What's the green sauce? The green sauce is, um, it's called like an ahi verde. I got some for you, too. Um, that you can partake in. Um, here, Jeremy, eat some of my chili. <laughs> oh my God, how creepy is that? Um, and the green sauce, pour the green sauce on it. So the green sauce is like an ahi verde, which is like a, a Peruvian green sauce, but it's garlic, okay. jalapeno, cilantro, all of that kind of stuff. Pass it over here. Uh, so just, shake is, it up. Is there, want me to pour it into like a cup? That cup no, over you there? just eat it, I don't care. You can pour it into a cup if you want. I'll pour it into a cup because I don't want to mix all the green into there unless you unless you can eat it all right now. You can't. Um, they, hey, get involved. Eat, eat, involved. eat my green okay. sauce. Um, but shake it. Um, oh, shake it. All right. Um, so the green sauce has cilantro, jalapenos, uh, limes, salt, pepper, a little bit of olive oil. Scopolamine? Um, it's spicy. Uh, and it's delicious. Where the chili is, um, whenever I'm home... My family, sisters, everybody always makes me make the chili for them. Um, it's all on your dietary friendly things. And mm-hmm. then again, it just goes into the concept of like, I like to make food that one people can eat based on their dietary moments. And um, as well as, I'm like, I know, give me a fork. Um, I was like, give Man, me. you want to try one of these I things? I was like, get it. Um, all right, let's try. So what's, what's in this chili? And the sauce and all that. Um, I know I put too much cumin in that because the cumin came off of the chili mm. on the top. Um, the chili has grass-fed ground beef, onions, cumin, too much cumin, um, chili mm-hmm. powder, um, kidney beans, and love. <laughs> really, really simple. But what what is it about this dish that you like a lot? I mean, obviously, it's delicious, but like. Is the story behind it? What What do you love? The story behind it is again just. This is what I always say. It's like everything that's good is like low and slow, and it's like about the journey. It's not about the destination, mm-hmm. and it's like the juice we're squeezing. So it's like yeah, you can microwave something and throw it in the end, like boom, and like yeah, you have a meal in two minutes. At, versus something like I love cooking for like. Hours. Like I like to permeate. I, I just made the dish I'm most proud of a few weeks ago. What? It took four hours. It's one of my favorite Persian dishes. Oh, I remember you. Yeah. The um, and you flip the rice. Yeah, tachim. <laughs> so it's like this uh, saffron rice with other spices, and so it's a layer of rice, and you put layer of uh, of pulled chicken, also marinated, and and you put uh, <clears throat> barberries, pistachios. Then you put another layer of rice and you let it bake and then you flip it because it's crispy yeah. and it's amazing. And it actually tastes even better the next day. The So I made when I was home, um, you'll say it better than beef bourguignon. Say it in your French way. Beef bourguignon. Yes, exactly. Bourguignon, je m'appelle. Say it with a mouthful of food. <laughs> beef bourguignon is amazing. It's my answer to every dish. Yeah, so I... Uh, had made it, that was the second time I made it and it was my mom's birthday so I just, you know, but it, 
I flew in. I landed at 1030 in the morning and like by one, like we had gone to the market, got all the stuff by one. I was cooking it and like we had it for dinner at seven o'clock that night. Yeah. Um, but like, again, this the house. a great bonding experience we were in, in the yeah. home. Like, oh, I was with my nephews and I was like, I'm, you know, the yeah. four year old. I He was cutting with a big knife, but I was like, stop wielding it around. <laughs> um, but it was just those moments together of that and like cooking and low and slow and just knowing it also makes a home feel like a home exactly and it's like the chili like takes a couple of hours to make and it's like made with love that's why i'm like i don't know it well it's a thing yeah even like words of affirmation to a plant or whatever Mm -hmm. like if you're doing that with your food it's going to be delicious yeah so i and i also just like spicy green sauce um which that is like no a, and it cuts it nice it's a little acidic and and, and, and like limey. the brightness of the lime i like the that things. a lot and, and and it's visually appealing too yeah. the contrast um versus like uh what is it like more red sauce yeah or it, like yeah. sour cream or something like that but i like it because it's just again i like spice i want i want more of that get it like i want to take it home you can take it home just keep keep bring giving your, me back. i was like bring my back. tupperware back um <laughs> bring my, i'm like bring back my tupperware um, Tupperware is a coveted thing for the record, but uh, yeah, well, that's fancy because that's actually glass, yeah. it's not like a plant. My mom has some glass in the rest of my house, I, I'm, I'm I keep it, she doesn't know about that. I try to make it so again, like less plastics and things like that, but to for storing and what, whatever. And then also, if you're going to put something on the table and it's already in glass, then you're like, ta da, it's yeah. already fancy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's logic behind it, but that is mm. so. I'm like, chili is not like my favorite thing, but I'm just, I what love what is your favorite though cheese <laughs> cheese so what kind of cheese french cheese it varies uh from any it's gone from like a smoked aged gouda to a mm. new york uh 18 month aged cheddar to well, you know um fresh mozzarella mozzarella um like mm. a buffalo yeah. uh, <laughs> that's another story yes, um but story. i it was, it's my top five favorite foods. And then now they're kind of changing because my diet and what my body likes is changing. But it was cheese, bacon, peanut butter, pizza, and chips. You're such a stoner. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, here. Uh, so I don't know. Like, I eat a lot of vegetables now. And like yesterday, I just was craving. I perfected brussels sprouts which sound oh, i know how do you make them honey and bacon or something like that, or what do you do no i uh that's the way to cover up the taste by the way okay you do like in a casserole dish olive oil balsamic i know i say that freaking wrong so i don't give a shit because everybody's <laughs> but i that's how my like i say it all right i don't say know it again how do you say it balsamic balsamic <laughs> Balsamic. Balsamic. And like, even when I try like to. It's like Islamic balsamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's whatever. It's like balsamic. But it's B A L S. Balsamic. B A L S A. I don't freaking right? know. I'm not hooked on phonics. There's one L. Balsamic. But okay. Balsamic. <laughs> Anyways. So you do olive oil, balsamic, salt and pepper, shred <laughs> peppers. You fucking dick. You sound like the guy. There was that that uh, um, uh, the dude Itchy Boy Mike made a thing for it. The guy's like, "This is the best bagel I ever yeah. had." Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, bagel. yeah. What? Um, crushed red peppers. You you roast it. You have your little moments, and then you take it out and you do a little Mike's hot honey on it. But the balsamic actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> makes it like it like caramelizes it in the oven and then you take it out you do the little hot honey on it and then i almost you, forgot what we were talking about for a second brussels, brussels sprouts, sprouts yeah. 
and then you sprinkle on some Parmesan trees, a little um, pecans, mm. and so whatever uh, you need to cover the taste of. Brussels it's not sprouts. covered. It's just like added, and I was, but then I I had already had um, what is that? Butternut squash. I didn't have my Brussels sprouts last night. I was like kind of sad about it because Brussels I was just, sprouts like, is blislamic. I was like Brussels sprouts with blislamic. <laughs> I swear that's how you say it. <laughs> that's how my brain. I can't. How do you say it? How do you say it? Balsamic. 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 No, there's no. Uh, b- b- balsamic. Balsamic vinegar. Balsamic. Balsamic. No L after the S. Balsamic. But there is an L. B A L. B A L. Then. Balsamic. No, you said another L. Never mind. Thank you guys for watching. <laughs> Appreciate you for having me on the show, being super entertaining and sharing all your NPL, NLP, NLP stuff. <laughs> I'm not going to get that right. Um, and we're going to eventually have you back. Maybe we'll have your feet back on the show. There Ta-da. you go. That's why I always wear sneakers for the record. You got to protect the money, Mangus. Yeah, that's what I do as well. Thank you for being on the show. Appreciate it. Tune in. Uh, what's a shout out Tiny Toes again. Where can they find Tasty you? Toes. Tasty Toes. Tiny Toes. Tasty Toes. I always like my toes. Where can Tasty you? Toes NYC. Tasty, to- Tasty underscore Toes underscore NYC. Yep. Tasty underscore Toes underscore NYC. Go see her toes. Some food on it and some uh, some action. Mushies. Some mushies. Mushy moments. Check her out. Peace. <clears throat> oh, my God.